Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions and comments on the uh, the next time that we are live in the studio. So today is a big day. Uh, a lot going on right now, currently. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about. We take the first segment of the day to talk about the news of the day. And uh, so, Doug, what do you know? There's a lot. Well, uh, apparently there are thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. that descended on the Capitol today. And they just told lawmakers to wear gas masks mm-hmm. because they've been evacuating people. Yeah, because the cops are going to use tear gas. Yeah, And, um, I mean, it's, I, I, you know, the protesters that there were protesters but i don't you know most of the people that i saw weren't doing anything they were just standing or moving towards something Mm -hmm. uh i didn't see any fights or anything on the news before i left to come here this morning or this this afternoon yeah the police roughing people up pushing them back trying to keep them out of the uh capitol building and then people obviously pushing back in response to that yeah i i I don't know how I I was feeling just to be really candid. I was like, how in the world does Georgia uh, vote for two of the most liberal progressive senators really in the history of the Senate in in the modern era? Well, you put them in there and, and yeah, I I get that. It's, 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 stolen or people say that it's stolen or people you know they cheated and even but even so you know i i sit there and i watch it and it's just mind-blowing to me i mean like you got one guy who uh says he's a pastor and he has functioned as a pastor but he's uh pro gay rights he's pro abortion and he's pro uh transgender I, I mean, I, the, all those things, just those three issues alone, uh, are so anti God's design that could you ever imagine? Uh, would you love the people? Yes, but would you affirm their sin? No, no yeah. biblical teacher preacher should ever affirm those things and say, "Well, you do it, you go do it." No, Jesus said, "Go and sin no more." You'd never affirm the sin. Yeah. So just if if there's that kind of hypocrisy, how could a believer vote for that person? Uh, I just I, I, it's beyond me. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think yeah, I think that uh, the biggest thing uh, was that seventy six percent of people who called themselves deeply conservative voters in Georgia said there was no point in voting because. Uh, well, they didn't actually get to the reason they had various reasons, but if you got, you know, the same setup in conditions that you had in November, uh, mm-hmm. you should expect that. And then with the Republican establishment deciding not to do anything to try to change that and then 
voting to give money to Pakistani gender studies but not give money to the American people, you can see why uh, that's not probably a winning strategy. And then you have one of the candidates saying that he thinks that maybe he'd be able to cut more deals with Biden uh, than he would be if Trump was in office. I mean, that's not going to energize no. your base at all. No, and we, you know, we have to be careful as believers because, um, you know, the truth is that uh, we're dealing with blind people. Mm-hmm. People, people who do not know God yep. are blinded by the enemy of the world. I mean, the enemy of God, and he's the prince of peace. I mean, prince of uh, the darkness. powers of darkness. Yeah. yeah. He's the prince of the powers of darkness. And he has blinded people to truth. They're intoxicated with their power. They're intoxicated with their own importance. Mm-hmm. And as believers, you know, and I've shared this when I've taught on evangelism, if somebody blind comes in and trips over you, it may bother you, but you're not going to yell at the person. Yeah. You're going to be kind because you know they're blind. Well, we forget that sometimes. We get so caught up in the heat of political debate or, mm-hmm. or social debate, whatever. And, um, you know, I teach from Colossians 4 when I teach about evangelism. And he says there, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so you know how to respond to each person. Mm-hmm. That's a tough thing for us as believers. I mean, like, uh, especially when we feel like we've been shorted or taken advantage of or something's not right. Listen, no believer ever has to apologize for being upset at theft uh, or fraud or things that are wrong. Uh, there, there, you can be upset about those things, but we're not the Avengers. God is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he is the Avenger as he says uh, through Paul in 1 Thessalonians, when he says, you know, God is an avenger. And he, he, he knows everything. And if things stand, if President-elect Biden, as uh, he refers to himself now, former Vice President Biden, and uh, Kamala Harris get in office, and if the Senate is a Democrat, and if the House is democrat the way it is with the ideologies that are professed by these this is not me making speculation this is going off what they've put out in their own press releases before and things they've said then our country is headed into a dark place for believers Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not going to be a bright place we will shine we're going to have to be a light in the midst of the darkness but there's nothing god glorifying about homosexuality there's nothing god glorifying about transgenderism there's nothing god glorifying about abortion these are three big items on that ticket mm-hmm. um uh, and their and their perspective and so as believers you never have to apologize for speaking the truth and trusting god as you do so but we do it in love we do it affirming the love for people without affirming the sin that these people commit. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's a it's a hard uh, line to walk, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, because you get so frustrated when you see, you know, things that you go, how, how can you do that and call yourself a believer? Yeah. 
you know? It, and that is, I think, probably where it's the hardest, though, is the, the people who call themselves a believer. Um, and so you feel like there should be some sort of, you know, understanding between us as believers, but then to see something that is, uh, you know, not biblical, it, it's that is more difficult than somebody who is, you know, not of the faith at all to respond in like, you know, in, in kindness and love to those people and to say, you know, hey, that's not right in a way that would be heard instead of just being like, you're wrong, you know, and like. Well, Eric Metaxas is on before our program, his program, and he was reading a letter or having a letter read that he got recently uh, just in the last few days uh, where a person claimed to be a believer that said he's going to hell basically because he's colluding with an idol of Satan talking about Donald Trump Wow, with some of the things he's saying. And, um, you know, I thought uh, for those who live on another planet and may not know what's going on, uh, Senator Cruz, along with a congressman today, objected to the certification of the Arizona uh, electoral votes being cast for Joe Biden. So it went to the House and to the Senate. They split. A lot of people are upset with Vice President Pence um, because they want him to not certify. Um, he came out with a statement saying that he does not have unilateral authority to reject them. Um, he could. I mean, he, he can do it. Mm -hmm. uh, in his view, he doesn't believe he could, but he could do it. It would be a constitutional crisis which would take the matter to the Supreme Court if he did that, because I'm sure people would object and it would go there. But he could also, I think, send it, send them back to the states to recertify, right? Couldn't I, he I, and I, extend I, the deadline? He could. I, I believe he could, but he doesn't believe he can. Well, I think At least that's he, the statement he made. Yeah, and, you know, I'm from Indiana, so my views on Mike Pence, um, you know, <laughs> a lot of people feel like he betrayed uh, the conservative and, and the evangelical uh, people. Uh, of the state by what he did in 2015. So he's not somebody that I would ever have considered to, uh, uh, to not fold or to, yeah, to stand strong under pressure. Cause he seems like he's proven he would fold, uh, regardless, but you know, if he really feels like that's not, um, in his power, then okay. But I don't know. I just, I, I don't necessarily have much, uh, charity for him because of what happened in 2015 well i you know i um i just the, the way the way everything has transpired in the last two months uh i i believe our democratic election process is going to be harmed for a long time maybe never to recover well, I, I don't think it will um and we got to coming up to a break but we'll 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 uh leave off there for now yeah. um we'll be right back with more after the break uh, we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. And those of you listening here locally in Jacksonville, in St. Augustine, and in Folkestone, Georgia. Uh, you're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. 
We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ church. They use published works to teach God's word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. But right now, oh right now. It's easy to say when there's nothing to bring me down. But what will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? That was Even If by Mercy Me. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us uh, right before the break, we were talking about um, the what's going on today, specifically in the country. A lot is going on. There's a few different uh, things to talk about. Um, and just before the, the break, uh, Doug, you made a comment about how our republic, our way of uh, voting might be damaged irreparably um and you know if if ever to return and you know i I agree with you on that and before the uh the election i sent out something to my uh my family kind of just talking about what would it would mean if biden wins and they have control of uh the house and the senate and i would say you know i had read something and that talked about looking for them to want to expand the supreme court to abolish the electoral college and to give statehood to D.C. and Puerto Rico as well as get rid of the filibuster. And uh, last night, right after uh, the stuff in Georgia came out, that's exactly what uh, Democrats were tweeting in favor of. And if that happens, that would, in effect, uh, end our republic and uh, move us towards a a democracy, a pure democracy, which is, uh, you know... Well, you know, uh, a lot of people are wondering, well, what do we do? I think uh, even, you know, I, I'm, I was talking to my wife, and, and and the the genesis of that question has nothing to do with political ideology mm-hmm. as much as it has to do with biblical yep. ideology. Because I can tell you, based upon the, the, the democratic progressive platform that was espoused in night or 2016 and even earlier than that but specifically in 16 and 2020 
uh, is is one that is anti-biblical mm-hmm. and really uh, disparages Christians. They they don't yeah. they don't espouse the Christian values in the platform, and that's why we had Wayne Grudem on. He talked very clearly about that. And if you miss that, you can go back and listen to a past program. But the question is, what do we do as believers? What do we as Christians do when all of a sudden, because of God's sovereignty, when you exercise all the things that you can do uh, to try to make things right and uh, seek the best for your country, and it ends up being basically uh, out of your control to, to control, and you're thrust into a place that you don't recognize. It's a new place. It's a place where um, wrong is called right and not even called right. It's legislated, whether it's abortion or homosexuality mm-hmm. or transgender. This stuff is not just called right and celebrated. It's codified. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. It's a huge thing. So what do you do when you're – why do we get here? You know, people are like, why, why, why? Well – it's the same reason Israel got taken to Babylon. Listen to what the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 28. If you do not carefully observe all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God. Then verse 64, then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other. You will serve other gods, which neither you nor your father have known, wood and stone. I mean, think about what he's telling his people. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you want to live like a pagan, you're going to be a pagan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you out in their cultures. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even in his farewell uh, address, Joshua uh, knew it was coming. And he said, listen, it will come to pass that as all the good things have come upon you, which the Lord God promised so the Lord will bring upon you harmful things until he has destroyed you from this good land which he's given you. When you've transgressed the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded, and have gone and served other gods and bowed down to them, the anger of the Lord will burn against you. You will perish quickly from the good land which he's given you. In other words, he's going to take it away because you, you've not recognized the blessing that you had. Mm-hmm. You've squandered it. it. They ignored the Sabbaths, which was a day of rest God told them to observe. Seventy years they ignored it. So you know how long they were in captivity? Seventy years. Yeah. He says, fine, you'll do that. And so they exiled. And and you go, well, that was them. You know, we live under grace. We're under new covenant today. Really? Well, we're not different from them. We're rebellious. Mm-hmm. We choose to do our own way. I mean, you stop and you think back to Adam and Eve. They lived in sin. Yeah. Uh, But before they lived in sin like us, they were perfect. They didn't have to. I mean, they had a perfect relationship with God, and they chose to disobey. Um, And they were exiled out of paradise. Why? Because they chose to sin. Yeah. They chose to disobey God. And now we are codifying things that are abominations to God, things that are against his word, things that are against his design. And whether it's uh, Babylon for the Israelites or China for us, Mm -hmm. and I firmly believe China's heavily involved in everything that's going on, um, the covenant 
people of God may live as exiles here in a culture that rejects God. Yeah. And we, we, some of us were fortunate enough to grow up in a culture that honored God or at least acknowledged God and his values. I mean, even if back in the 50s and 60s, even if you didn't believe in God, you at least honored his values because mm-hmm. our country was founded on those values. But uh, regardless of where we live, if you profess the name of Jesus, we're exiles. We were always exiles but we're becoming more aware of it in the future. We're going to become more mm-hmm. aware of it. So how did the Bible tell them to live? So what did God say? Because, you know, they didn't want to go there. They didn't want to go to Babylon. They right. didn't want to live. In fact, I think it was, uh, let me think if it was Habakkuk or um, Hosea. I think it was Habakkuk that was crying out, God, why are you using these pagan people to discipline us? You're using people that are more, uh awful than we are they're more immoral than we have been Mm. and um here's what god says through jeremiah he tells people how to live when you're in exile build houses and live in them he says plant gardens eat the fruit take wives have children take wives for your sons give your daughters to husbands so they may bear sons that you may increase and not diminish seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away. Think about that for a second. Seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For it in its peace, you will have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, don't let your prophets and diviners who are in your midst deceive you, nor listen to your dreams. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name, I have not sent them. Mm. Now, I want you to think about what he's telling. There were prophets. Oh, Babylon's not going to come in here. Zedekiah, don't worry. You're good. God is going to protect you. Yeah. And you have Jeremiah speaking the truth. And how was he treated? He was beaten. Beaten, thrown in a pit. And, I mean, so here's the thing. Pray for the peace of your city your community um pray for the peace of our country and and live with hope in the one true living god recognizing that this is not our home america is not your home it's where god has you on mission right now yeah and because we've squandered our resources both our time our money As a church, Mm -hmm. as the bride of Christ, we're about to go into some desert time, I believe. But God always uses the desert to train his people. Mm -hmm. He takes them out in the desert to train them and discipline them. And, um, you know, they were told to marry. They were told to have a home. They were told to uh, keep going on as a people. Don't diminish don't get so distracted on what you don't have that you forget what you do have. And I think that's our tendency. You know, we forget that we are children of the King. Our King isn't Trump. It's not going to be Biden. And we don't, our only King is Jesus. Yep. And, and we live here and, um, basically God just told him, go on, do what I made you to do. Procreate and live in community. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and let the voice of God be given through you to the people around you. Let them see people that when the world around them crumbles, why do they have hope? When the world around them is crumbling, why are they loving and caring for people? Even though, you know, why do they show mercy to people that show no mercy? Why do they show grace to people that show no grace? It's because they're my people. Yeah. And uh, that's a hard, hard uh, road to walk. And you can't do it in your own power. It's impossible. You got to do it with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I don't know if you thought about that perspective. Hmm. Not a lot of that perspective being espoused right now because it's not fun and yeah. and it's not uh we don't like that we i mean come on we we want to have our advocates mm. in office we want right. people that are going to take care of us and i get that but when everything falls apart remember what what happened in babylon what eventually happened after god as his allotted time was up when god told him that, that there were 70 sabbaths that they neglected to have and they spent 70 years, one year for each Sabbath they neglected in captivity. But at the end of that, what did God do with them? What did he say? He sent through the leader of Babylon, Cyrus, then Darius, and then Artaxerxes, go build the wall, yeah. go build your temple again, and sacrifice. And then you had people that rose up and tried to keep them from doing that, and they wrote, uh, the, and and they ask God to intervene, and what did he do? The king ends up going, oh, okay, send them, hey, give them all they need, all the money they need. Give them. I mean, it was unbelievable. If you read that, for you people that don't read very much of the Old Testament, go back and read Ezra, Nehemiah. Read about how God took them out of the captivity and said, okay, go back, yeah. go back. So, All right, we are up against the break, so we will be back with more after the news. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle that is at SWAT Radio Talk. We would like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, A Store and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWAT Radio.com. That is Doug at SWAT Radio.com. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news.
brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, Who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That is Casting Crowns with Nobody. Um, just before we came back on, there was uh, breaking news. So yeah, that yeah. disrupted my whole train of thought. Yeah, I, I, yeah well, I know. And I want to get back to talking about Babylon and our response. But I did want to let people know that um, there, you know, nobody is advocating violence uh, up there. Uh, there was um, a peaceful protest that was called for. But shots were fired and in the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, the uh, A shooting victim was transported from the U.S. Capitol. The initial reports were, it hadn't been verified, but the initial reports, there was a woman that was shot in the Capitol building by Capitol Police. Wow. Um, no further details right now. Um, the uh, Chad Pergram, um, who is a um, usual news contributor out there, the most significant breach of an American institution since the British burned the capital after the Battle of Bladensburg, August of 1814. Um, President Trump just uh, tweeted out, he's calling for peaceful protests, saying, hey, everyone at the Capitol remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we're the party of law and order. Respect the law and the great men and women in blue. Um House leader Kevin McCarthy tells Fox News that he heard uh, from police that shots were fired. Um, you know, um, Senator Marco Rubio said there's nothing patriotic about uh, what is happening about breaching the Capitol. Um, it's it's just it's a sad day. But again, this this you know this could have been avoided had. A month ago, a month ago, the legislature said, let's look at this, these mm-hmm. allegations, do it, because you've got 70 million people believe that there was election fraud. Yeah. Okay? So that's a significant number of people. And I don't want to get too sidetracked, but it, it's, it, it's a lot of people feel disenfranchised, mm-hmm. and they, they're kind of tired with all this – Here's the problem that's what's happened. It's like the boy who cried wolf. He cries wolf, he cries wolf, and then when a real wolf comes, well, over the last few years, there's been so much junk because of Russiagate that was Mm -hmm. proven to be a hoax because of the the steel dossier that was a hoax. all, All these things because people hated President Trump. And now when... People have legitimate concerns because of all these other things. Nobody wants to deal with it, and people are just kind of done. And it's not justification. I'm just saying, but it, it, it's understandable why it happens. No justification mm-hmm. for it, but it's understandable. Yeah, I think that um, you know the seeds of what we're seeing as far as um, this was planted a long time ago. Uh, there's been 
I, you know, I've said for a few years that America is dead, and by that I mean the spirit of seventy six of seventeen seventy six, and um, you know, so I think there's people who are frustrated mm-hmm. and are just realizing <laughs> just how dire the straits are, and so uh, they're trying to do something. But uh, the, the time to do something was you know fifty or sixty years ago, and I think what we're going to see is just uh, a further degradation of what it means and what it meant to be an American. Um, you know, much the way that uh, the Roman Republic became the Roman Empire, uh, you could still, during the days of the empire, say, oh, look, well, we still got the Senate, we still got this, we still got that, but it was clearly not the same well, uh, structure. I think if you look at what transpired in the last couple of years out in the Northwest, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where there was democratically controlled governors and mayors, um, the anarchy that took place mm-hmm. is what you're going to see mm-hmm. as a country. Yep. Um, you know, unless for some miraculous reason God is merciful in two years and allows there to be some balance with 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 the House and Senate with the midterms, uh, and He may not. But I, I, I do. I want to go back to the Babylon thing here for a second because one of the instructions God gave to His people was to ignore false prophets hmm. and because um even he said even your own ideas about freedom what you think freedom looks like um for there were prophets that said this was only a short exile hmm. and um jeremiah over in fourteen fourteen said the lord said the prophets prophesy lies in my name i've not sent them commanded them or spoken them and I'll just be real candid. You know, people say, you never criticize Trump. You never criticize Trump. Uh, it's not true. I've said things about um, things he's done before, and I don't mind pointing out truth. One of the disappointments about President Trump to me is the spiritual leaders that he surrounded mm-hmm. himself with are not uh, what I would consider very biblically-based spiritual leaders. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not worshiping another god. I guess that you could say they are. I mean, it's a, they're god of their own making. But um, Paula White is. I have no spiritual respect for her yeah. as a teacher leader. Um, she, she's a false teacher, mm-hmm. and a lot of people that have surrounded him are these kind of prophets mm-hmm. that tell him things he wants to hear instead of the truth, and um, and that's sad to me. I don't think Billy Graham was one of those guys. Yeah. I think Billy Graham spoke the truth to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might not have been as forceful as like a John MacArthur, but mm-hmm. I, I think he did speak the truth, and he honestly, genuinely cared about their souls. Um, you know, so I, I think to surround yourself with those kind of people, you end up getting bad information. I think he would have been a lot more credible had he had good spiritual leaders around him, like yeah. some of the people in the past. Because when people prophesy lies in the name of God, there's a lot of people that want to believe those lies. Mm-hmm. And so they buy into him. But, you know, you you got to go to Second Timothy, what Paul says. He says, the time's going to come when people will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and will turn their ears away from truth and be turned aside to fables. 
And I'm going to tell you, Taylor, I think that's a picture of the church today. Yeah. I mean, um, have we not turned aside from God's word today in a lot of places? Yep. People uh, speaking about marriage. Speak, people, listen, you want a good marriage? You know Jesus. You know, I'm not saying you can't give some practical application, but when you spend your whole message just talking about husbands and wives, you, if you focus on Jesus and you focus on God's word, you, you, you're you going to be a better husband if you love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And if you love God, you're going to be a better wife. Uh, we got, we've gotten away from teaching his word and we've become entertainers. We've become people that have to be funny or people that have mm-hmm. to tell a story and, and you have a lot of false teaching. And one of the greatest, uh, to me, tragedies is that big church in Houston, Texas, that calls itself a church. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. there are people there that go there, but I mean, there was an ad the other day on TV over Christmas from some little box that Joel Osteen put out about positive, inspirational things, and I'm just sitting there listening to it. It was horrendous. Mm. It was almost idolatry about how that box is going to make you better. That box and positive Mm. thoughts are going to make you better. Mm. And positive thoughts don't make you better. You know, it's it's the only thing that makes you better is Jesus and yeah. Jesus in you, mm-hmm. living by His power. And so, I think the only standard that we have to live by is the Word of God. And if we're not teaching that, and, and people aren't promoting that, it's false and it's sinful to do that. So, um, I don't know. You know, none of us. I, I'm I'm imperfect as I share God's word. I know that I don't I don't know everything about it. I wish I knew more, but I try faithfully to to teach it, and I hope that I hold it up in a way that the Spirit leads me, and that it glorifies Christ and glorifies God. But to to blatantly say things that aren't true in the Bible, like the Bible's okay with abortion, mm-hmm. like Raphael Warnock mm-hmm. said, because it's silent on it. Or um, to say that, you know, uh, that you promote or you are for homosexual rights, for the rights of people, and that's a growing trend mm-hmm. in the church. Yeah, because of people like him mm-hmm. that are influencing young people and others to believe that garbage. Uh, to say that transgenderism is okay when and it's not so uh anyway kind of got off on a tangent (laughs) yeah it's all right we like those yeah all right we will be back with more after the break um you if you have missed any of this program or like to listen to past programs you can visit us at www.swatradio.com that's www.swatradio.com and search for the past programs and you can listen there Um, You can also listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now, I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. But right now, oh, right now, I just can't. It's easy to say. There's nothing to bring me down But what will I say When I'm held to the flame Like I am right now Run it back, that's Mercy Me with Even If Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we have been talking about the news of the day, but also been talking about what to do um, when you don't know what to do. That's been our our theme for the week. And we've been talking about um, the Israelites in Babylon and how that can be applied to the church today. So if you have any questions or would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT, or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That is ask at SWATradio.com. Um, you know, one of the things that um, God told His people through Jeremiah is, you know, after seventy years, you're you you'll return home. Mm-hmm. You know, He says after you do your time there, you're going to come back, and uh, when you cry out to me, and um, you know, that's why it, it says, um, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, the thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you a future and a hope. People take that verse so out of context, mm-hmm. they don't understand where they were yeah. when that verse was given and what was going on. And he says in verse 12, then you will call on me, go and pray for me, and I'll listen. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Yeah. I mean, um, it's when we go through hardship and and maybe things aren't going our way and we're going through a really tough time, most of the time, that's when we seek God. That's when we really look to him. And um, that would be their future. You know, he's saying, you know, seek me. That's what I really want more than anything. The problem is, you know, when you think about Christians in China, North Korea, Iraq, mm-hmm. the Middle East, India, and a lot of these places, you know, they live through things much worse than we're living through right now mm-hmm. every day. And they realized a long time ago that their hope is not in their country. Yep. It's not in the leadership of their country. And... um And and that's really the thing, you know, our country, 
Um, you know, some historians talk about uh, that uh, in, during the founding that the the American people wanted to make a covenant with God, right? And our country has been so, you know, founded on Christian principles, and it's been so tied into the fabric that I think it was easy for the church to kind of throw in its lot with the country. But that's the reality of it is that if the country goes one way, that doesn't mean that we do it. We stick with God, and that means, uh, like, like you see the Christians overseas, that 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 means we could be opened up for suffering. Yeah. Um, and I think we need to realize that that's not, you know, um, antithetical to the gospel. That's actually part of what Jesus offers. When you just take up your cross and follow me, you yeah. know. And it, we need to be ready for that. And we, for a long time, you know, we've had God's favor, you know, and and we haven't had to go through that. But like I said, fifty years almost of killing babies you, you got to expect at some point that that we have to go through that, that 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 time in the wilderness um before we get our hearts completely turned back towards god um and so i think that's what we're we need to be focused on is making sure that we're uh sold out for following him yeah and i said i, I don't want to lie because i told people yesterday you were <laughs> going to read from isaiah 40 because i want people to hear the word of god proclaiming the power of God, who he is, and uh, how great he is. And um, I want you to read 9 through uh, 15. Actually, read 9 through um, yeah, nine through 17. That will be good today, 9 through 17. All right. Go up on a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold the Lord comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those that are with young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? and marked off the heavens with a span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance. Who has measured the spirit of the Lord? Or what man shows him his counsel? Whom did he consult, and who made him understand? Who taught him the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the coast lens, yeah, coast lens like the fine dust. Coast lens. Coast lens. <laughs> wow. I knew, <laughs> I, like, I knew that was something wrong I was with like, that. Lens, <laughs> hey, anyway, he takes them up like a scale, um, like fine dust. Oh, I'm s- Le- Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor are its beast enough for a burnt offering. In other words, there's not enough we can bring to God. And all the nations are nothing before him. They are counted by him as less than nothing and emptiness. I mean, think about that for a second, what that's saying. That our great God cares for us. He loves us. And, you know, he will tend his flock like a shepherd. He's my shepherd. Yeah. I, if you're listening, I don't know if he's your shepherd. Mm-hmm. But if he's not, it's not too late to cry out for him to be your shepherd. You know, we, this is not our home like I was sharing earlier. In Revelation, John, the one who walked with Jesus, laid out 
what it's going to be like. Listen to this. After these things, I looked and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number of all the nations, tribes, people, and tongues standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and they worshiped God saying, amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor, power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. One day we're going to be before him. But until that day, we're called to work and pray, marry, to have children and be part of a community, pray for our leaders. And uh, we're called to ignore false teachers. And you can't know if somebody's false if you don't know his word. Right. So you need to be in the Bible, reading, relying and knowing it. We're called to look to the future with hope. Yeah. And on a day like today, I know a lot of believers can be struggling going, what's going on? How, how do we fix this? But we are to be hope givers. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we've got to be reminded of is this is all temporary. Yeah, It's not forever. And no matter what happens, our citizenship is not here. It's in heaven. We are aliens here. And God one day will gather his people from all over the earth and throughout time and we're going to have a big party and a a gathering that makes what happened in washington today Mm -hmm. or any gathering look pale in comparison where we'll have a new heaven a new earth paradise will be restored but until that day we have to be salt and light let every word be gracious when it's not repent just say god i'm sorry i Mm -hmm. lost it i lost i'm human he knows we're human and frail and he's interceding for us, but to him be the glory. And uh, just we, we've got to be hope givers to people. That's what he's called us to be. Yeah. What, what do you think the best way, I know we don't have a ton of time, would be to, you know, as a church community to be the, that hope giver? You know, because uh, you know, I think a little bit, uh, you know, about like the Puritans, right, and, and the pilgrims. They went into the new world to be a city on a hill and to be a light to other people. Is there, do you think there's any, do you think that Christians should band together and maybe start living in the same neighborhoods and, you know, trying to create pockets of, you know, what it looks like to be a community and, and be out in the city. I think like we that? should be missional, Yeah, but we shouldn't be holy huddles. Yeah. Okay. So I think we go out and mm-hmm. we do meet and gather together as believers, but I think we're also, out uh, among the darkness spreading the word being a light will we be persecuted yes will we experience pain and tragedy yes but that's what the church did Mm -hmm. whether it was paul or peter or james or john and remember not long after jesus died james was beheaded Mm -hmm. you know not long after he was ascended peter was thrown in jail paul was thrown in jail um so the you know we have this illusion because we've been in a country that gave us religious freedom for so long that we'll never be persecuted i mean most people older than me have never experienced any kind of real persecution unless they were in another country yeah 
in this country, they, they, they were experienced not for their faith, yeah. not because of their belief in God, maybe for other things. I'm not saying that people didn't have hard times, but not because they trusted in Jesus Christ. Hey, I wanted to let people know, uh, it's a good question though. Tomorrow, uh, Kenny Luck from Everyman Ministries is going to be our guest. Kenny, if you remember, lives out in California. He had the Corona, uh, the, uh, Corona Chronicles. Mm. Uh, he's been doing ministry to men for a long time. He is, um, he's a, a good friend and a good guy. And I'm, I'm anxious to have him kind of weigh in tomorrow just to share what, how God's leading him, uh, because he's been kind of, uh, speaking in a men's lives for a long time and he's going to be our guest tomorrow. And are you going to be back on Friday? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good. So Friday we'll pick up on this. Uh, probably more things will transpire between now yeah. and then, and we will certainly address it. But I just want people to go as we go out to remember Isaiah 40, go read that text and remember the prayer of Jehoshaphat in second Chronicles twenty twelve. Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Yeah. And I, I think that's important now, obviously more than ever, because as you see, things can change pretty quickly. And, um, our focus needs to be on on God, and and that's where our strength lies. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, make sure you tune in tomorrow and then Friday when I come back on. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at three o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spirit.